and original talk radio broadcasting on the Internet. It's L.A. Talk Radio. We say what we want. You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hi, I'm James Bartolet, and welcome to a very special episode of Inside the Industry. <clears throat> it's going to be a little uh, different than uh, some of the episodes that we've done before, which has been usually filled with uh, a lot of fun, sexy girls, you know, playing in here and the music and drinking and doing shots and stuff. There's a very serious situation going on in the adult industry right now, <clears throat> and we're going to be uh, addressing it. But... Um, we were very fortunate to have uh, Mr. Mike South, who provided us um, with an audio clip. Uh, thanks to our very special guest who we're in tonight, which is Mike Kulich of Lexington Steel. So welcome, gentlemen. How's it going? Hello. Tonight to the show. Uh, but let's uh, play this clip. Hey, uh, Mike South. It's uh, Mr. Marcus. Listen, I just want to... I wanted to talk to you, but since I just got your answer, I just wanted to tell you that what I did was not right. Um, you know, I had my conscience is heavy. And I'm way better than this. In a way where, you know, I've been, I've been through a lot in this industry and I've been in the other end of this situation. And it's, it's not a good place to be. Either way, and, um, you know, I read everything. I, I read a lot online and see the comments that people make, and, you know, it cuts. I understand where it comes from because they're angry. And um, I just want to say I'm sorry. You know, I, I just unprofessional. It's just inconsiderate. It just, I just wasn't, um, I wasn't thinking correctly. I should have done things differently. And um, you know, I'm a big fan of this business. I, um, you know, I had always been grateful that I was a part of it. So I should have shown it more respect. And uh, I apologize. All right. That was Mr. Marcus. Um, an acclaimed award-winning performer who was the performer who um, contracted the uh, syphilis. And uh, again, his message that he left there for Mike South. Again, thank you, Mike South, for, for providing that for us. Um, on tonight's show, we wanted to, you know, I really want to be on the fence on this. A lot of my friends in the industry um, have said it's very good that you're doing this but you know really try to stay on the fence and that's why I'm very fortunate to have my friends here Mike and Lex to to talk about this with us um, we were supposed to have Diane Duke and Joanne from the Free Speech Coalition coming into the show but they backed out at the last minute and they said that they could not um, because of their scheduling or whatever they were not able to come in. Now, I know there's going to be a lot of people listening to this saying, yeah, I told you so. I knew that was going to happen. Um, possibly, we're going to have a call here in about five minutes from uh, Joanne 
um, from Free Speech Coalition. So we're going to ask her some questions, okay, guys? So we can try to get some answers on this. Um, also, we are expecting to have a call in tonight from Lisa Ann, who is out at the uh, Republican Convention out there in Tampa, Florida. And she's going to be calling in to weigh in on this situation as well. <clears throat> as a fellow performer, this is a very bad situation because we're talking, and Lex, I'm sure you'll back me up on this, we're going to be out of work for a, for a while here now because of the testing. Now, well, you, yeah, it seems that the, um, the moratorium that has been uh, implemented by the supposed powers that be um, may have the industry and the production uh, production being on hold, my studio included. Um, but I don't know that that is going to eradicate any of the fears and or problems that people are experiencing at this time. I, I also want to point out for all of our civilian listeners out there, all of the fans and the general public, that this is not an epidemic, Okay. We are not going out and spreading disease out throughout the community. This has been isolated very quickly, and it is not spreading. Um, if you look at the records uh, for Los Angeles County Health Department, I think you'll back me up on this, Mike Coolidge, that um, there are more cases of the general public getting syphilis than there are performers. But because we're in the limelight, the attention seems to be on the performers. That's, uh, I agree with that. That's that's very true. Um, this was really an isolated incident with a few people. Um, and uh, obviously with the, uh, the condom ordinance that the city council and the AHF is trying to push on us, they're mm -hmm. making the worst of the situation. So yeah, they certainly are. And it's, uh, Lex, you and I were talking on the phone on this earlier. It's definitely going to be putting fuel on the fire with this condom law, right? Well, it definitely will lend fuel to uh, to that argument. I, I, I don't know if it will result in any type of man, mandatory uh, action, uh, certainly one that um, would need to be respected and or adhered to by the, uh, the studio houses, maybe some of the feature-oriented houses, which uh, would have to adhere to it. But a number of the guys, say 95 to 100% of the Gonzo companies, um, save for a few would would probably ignore any ordinance. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing that needs to be, <clears throat> you know, restated is just a point of clarification, um, uh, James. What you said about uh, the fact that if you look at the the LA County or any of the numbers that represent the general public, um, from a comparative per for comparative purposes, the adult industry uh, pales in comparison to the number of of, of experiences of SCD. Uh, the passing of SCDs, and it's just a situation where, um, if you look at the this is a numeric from a quantitative standpoint, if you look at the number of, of sexual, you know, episodes being uh, um, or being or taking place within the industry on a daily basis, mm -hmm. those numbers would 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 certainly point to the fact that the industry um, is indeed a functionally uh, responsible environment when it con where it concerns STDs and um, so there's a lot of questions and a lot of uh, the general public is left in the dark in a lot of instances and yeah and certainly um, uh, with the with the social media networks as they exist it, it's it's a uh, festering environment for for rumors and 
um, and mistruths and half-truths to, right. to fester and uh, gain ground. So hopefully um, we'll be able to shed some light on this. And right, and th- that's the reason why we're we're doing this special show tonight <clears throat> is is to get to try to dispel a lot of the rumors out there. And and there's been quite a, a few of them, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff out there. Um, but, you know, well, I, I don't know. It, it, the phone number to call in is 323-203-0815. Let's take a call here right now. Hi, caller, who's this? Where are you calling from? Oh, hi, is this James? Yes, hello, this is Joanne. Hi, James, it's, it's Joanne. Okay, Joanne, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Am I a little early? Uh, no, no, that's just fine. This, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Joanne from the Free Speech Coalition. Joanne, we've got a lot of questions, and I understand you're a little bit busy, uh, so oh, we weren't able to yeah. come down, and uh, so is Diane, but um, there's a lot of questions out there, and I want you to know... Oh, yeah, I know there is, and so I'll be happy to try and answer as many of them as I possibly can. Okay, so um, I want you to know, first of all, I've got a lot of love and respect for you, but um, there's some people out there that are very angry, and they're very frightened, and there there is a lot of rumors going around, and we've got to get this thing dispelled. First question up, though, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit a hardball. I'm going to pitch you a hardball on this one. Okay. All right. All right. That's, a, that's all right, James. I understand, you know, okay. the, you know we gotta, like you said, we have to dispel the rumors because the misinformation okay. can make it very difficult to get correct information right. out there. So, Joanne, was there a cover-up? No. Okay. No. The, it, 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 you know, first of all, somebody would have to define cover-up. Um, I know that some of the online things say that Diane uh, was trying to hide the um, uh, the first person who we are aware of, mm-hmm. which now, you know, as everyone knows, now that he has come forward, is Mr. Marcus. Right. We just played the, his clip there where he made an apology there to Mike South. And, uh, of course, AVN and XBiz did an, an excellent job uh, doing a press conference with him uh, just 24 hours ago. Yes. Um, I, I want to um, say this about Marcus. Uh, you know, let's just try to remember that, you know, this is a hard and difficult time for him yeah. uh and it was very uh he should be commended for coming forward yeah we do commend him he for should, coming forward but we, we definitely should should be commended for coming forward because uh you know frankly there are probably a lot of people that wouldn't have and um and you know i i can't comment on details but i can tell you that there was no no, um, there was no cover up uh, that that I'm aware of. I mean, if anything, this situation is a result of uh, a lot of miscommunication, and you know, frankly, uh, because uh, we aren't uh, able to communicate with town testing services or with LA County uh, Public Health, you know, it has complicated the situation really uh, quite a bit. Well, did Diane consult with, like, say, Derek Hay or Shy Love about the number of performers infected at all? Um, I 
do not think that she has consulted with them. They have, they were communicated with, I know, oh God, my phone's going off. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Okay, first I'd like to interject, and I, I've listened to this. I first want to say that neither Derek Hay of LA Direct Models or Shy Love of Adult Talent Managers are profe- medical professionals. No, of course they not. I'm not saying under, that they are. They operate under no premise of authority, nor no, no more than myself or any of us in this room. Their authority. Oh, no, hi, who's that? This That's Lexington Steel. And their authority rests only as far as the extent of the management of the talent that, that are that are registered with them. Mm-hmm. So for us, and, 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 and this form goes directly to social media, which puts it in the ethos. Mm-hmm. These people are under no authority um, to speculate or speak on this more than anyone else other than the fact that they manage talent that may have been involved in this. So I don't want I, I would I would like to make sure that certain individuals are not put in a position of, of authority or assumed expertise. Now, Joanne, you in particular can speak with weighted opinion on this. I'm simply making a distinction between those that have been mentioned and those who are uh, or, or, or are in a position to speak with, with authority. And, mm-hmm. and uh, Right. You know, I mean, people have to understand that everyone involved in the situation, including L.A. County Health, including talent testing, are really limited by HIPAA regulations. I mean, you know, no one should be discussing any identifying information about any people who may be affected or infected um, outside of a relationship that they have with that person that would allow them to to speak to that person or speak with the permission of that person. Exactly. And, and so, right. you know, um, I know that uh, Diane approached uh, both Derek and Shai. Uh, as you know, it's been a little contentious going back and forth for several weeks, if not months now. Uh, you know, certain people uh, felt that they need to support one system or the other, you know, putting that aside, um, I know that uh, Diane did speak to Derek. I don't know if she spoke to Shy. Mm-hmm. I do not believe that they spoke about. Um, I, I think that the conversation that they had was more just sort of. Um, I don't know what she spoke yeah. to Derek about, but I'm sure it wasn't about the, anybody, like a count of people or who the people were or anything like that, because, first of all, we wouldn't be discussing that. Diane would not be requesting that information from them. What, the only thing that we can do at FSC as the operators of APHSS is request for the health people who are involved with these supposed uh, infected people to go to those people and say, please contact a- APHSS because they would like to, you know, help you with services or get, you know, bring you in with your permission to, to help sort the situation out. And we have already made appeals in public uh, if those people are out there um you know, please call us at APHSS if you forward. feel 
that you need to. Yeah, come forward, and then, you know, perhaps we can sort out, you know, the situation uh, with you, you know, um, because the, the discrepancy here is that, you know, I don't know if you saw the, the press release that I sent out earlier today. There are actually two confirmed positives that we know of, um, both of which came forward in order to uphold the protocols of APHSS and industry protocol in a situation like this. And um, Marcus decided to go public with his situation. So is the other performer coming forward also? uh, No, not that I know of. If you read the press release, um, I think uh, the information that is able to be put out is there. I mean, certainly, you know, I never send out a press release without it being, you know, vetted and so forth. So, Well, uh, uh, Joanne, um, Karen, I didn't mean to cut you off, but... Um, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, because I, I could go on ahead. and on. Yeah, let's let's cut forward now and... Uh, yeah, because I know there's more questions, yeah, so let's, uh, let's answer what, some of those what, for folks. Uh, what steps are going to be implemented to stop this from happening again? Now, I understand that there is a production company that is saying that if you don't get a shot that you cannot work for their company and there's a lot of controversy going on about that that people yeah, have to get I, a I, shot you know all i can all i can comment people on that, that is clean. because you know since i'm oh sorry go yeah. ahead i mean people that that aren't infected have to get a shot i mean isn't that wrong right. for one company to try to tell us that we have to get a shot to go no uh, you know I cannot speak to individual companies' policies. Everybody is going to have a policy of their own, and I think that at the very least, most producers are going to require everybody to to go out and get an RPR test, which is the standard syphilis test. Mm-hmm. You know, um, well, I can understand that test, the reason but why I mean, to go and get a shot. Pursued, yeah, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, let me let me explain. Yeah. The the program is voluntary, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's be clear right from the beginning, okay? APHSS is not telling anyone that they have to do anything, okay? But after we consulted with our network of doctors, one of which is uh, Dr. Meow from uh, Cutting Edge Testing, what the issue is is that, okay, as I was explaining, we have two people confirmed positive, but L.A. County is saying that up to nine people are confirmed positive. Mm-hmm. And because so what's, so what's we the story? don't have... Yeah. What's that? So what is the story? Is it nine? Is it two? Is it five? Uh, well, you know, I can't, I can't really tell you because okay. we only have the information for two people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we are, you know, Talent Testing Services, who was previously putting data into our database... Uh, at a certain point uh, last week, uh, around the time that uh, Manwin announced that they would no longer be accepting their tests, uh, ceased to uh, want to participate in the APHSS database. We had made a special exception for them to be able to put data into the database so that we could have a comprehensive system of data that would include as many performers as possible. Mm -hmm. We were not willing to accept them as a testing facility because they were not 
first of all, they were not interested in participating as a testing facility, but they were willing to compromise to give us data. Second of all, they were not uh, compliant with some of the policies that we have for APHSS, one of which is that you need to have a doctor to be able to follow up with people if they come in and they require treatment. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you know, it, that data ceased to be uh, put into our database. Um, we have also approached uh, L.A. County Public Health. Uh, we have not heard a response from them, so we're not sure what is the what the issue is i mean perhaps they just haven't gotten back to us or or whatever the issue is but again unless those affected people give them the permission to speak with them with 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 county or with the individuals themselves unless those people give that permission we cannot access information about them and so because there is potentially seven other people, according to L.A. County Health, that have been infected, we don't know who those people are. Mm-hmm. We don't know when or if, in fact, they are actually infected. Mm-hmm. All we know is that L.A. County says that there's nine people and that they have been confirmed positive, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. that means to L.A. County. Uh, that yeah. We so don't know if that means that they've had confirmatory tests mm-hmm. or, you know, because with the simplest test, I mean, people also ought to be aware that if you are reactive on a primary on the first test, you've got to go in and have other tests done to confirm whether or not it is actually a live infection, like a, like an active infection, a new infection, or people who have had syphilis previously and then been treated for it, mm-hmm. uh, often, I think, actually almost always show up uh, positive on the right. first test. Joanne. Okay. Joanne, Mike Coolidge has a question for you. Joanne, how are you? Sure. Uh, oh, hi, honey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm, you know, I'm okay. A little stressed, a little busy, but that's okay. Uh, one thing that I wanted to address is the view on APHSS. Um, mm, okay. Obviously... You know, it, it's it's public knowledge that Manwin is now kicking in fifty thousand dollars a month. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Now the problem is that APHSS is the organization that's instituting these mandatory vaccinations, which in my uh, yes, which yes, is, uh, that is correct. Well, we are we are facilitating not, the treatment. They're not mandatory. They are not mandatory. They're not mandatory. They are merely suggested. Now, as a person who's but I'm not off my yeah. Joe Wynn, but I'm seriously saying that as a performer who's working on a regular basis, producing and directing on a regular basis, there are certain things that are at play here that are not being mentioned. First of all, the identification of Manwood as a studio, which is without question affecting a hostile takeover over this industry, and then controlling the medical side of the industry is a farce, and that needs to be addressed as well. Now, it Far be it within my powers to combat a company the size of Manwin, but let's call let's call a uh, let's call it what it is. Um, and for for it's a someone, a takeover, a hostile takeover, and it's an overt takeover. And I will say this: there is unless a doctor 
mandates me or any performer to take another test, I am not required to take another test. As a matter of fact... Um, you know, if you came up reactive on the primary test, yes, you would be required to take well, certainly a if secondary I, if I'm test not, to confirm if it. If I'm not reactive, which I tested negative today, I know I will go back right. and take another test. But what I'm saying, when I'm looking at a paper here that says I'm supposed to go get another shot and or take um, other... other uh, uh, preemptive, proactive um, medicines and, and antibiotics, I certainly know for a fact that you are not supposed okay. to take antibiotics prior to being definitively, um, having definitively acquired um, an STD. Now, how, now if, right. at the recommendation... Uh, yeah, I understand, I understand what you're asking. We're supposed okay, to and if I can answer, I'll, I'll be happy to enough. answer. Like I said, it's voluntary, and I cannot speak to a company's policy. Okay, but the way we did, you know, I, I think the, the, there the, the is problem, this, the uh, problem. impression out there. I think there's an impression out there that Manwin is attending every meeting and, like, hovering over FSC telling us what to do. Man, I can man, tell you for a fact that is that is FSC. not, in fact, what is happening. Well, okay? I, find it, I, I find it very however, interesting. However, however... I find it very interesting that this point of discussion has went on a far tangent where we are very, very far away from the protection of individual performers. Now we're into talking about... Okay, well, if you want to protect individual industry. performers... Then I guess what needs to happen is that the people who are able to provide information about these apparent confirmed cases need to come forward. Well, and we can't the force them to do that. Th that's the disjoint. And that's so, the fallacy of this whole situation. Because quite honestly, if you look at the fact that Marcus Marcus didn't didn't come forward. Marcus was outed. His name was brought forward. He had no choice but to come out. And I'll go back to a number of years. Okay, I, again, you know, I can only on. speak to no, things no, 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 that no, have to do with FSC. I know, but so, I, I'm not, and I'm with not making an attack that, on you. So. I'm not making my assertion. It's not an attack on you. What I'm simply saying is Marcus's name was put out there, much like Darren James's name has been put out there before. I find it quite ironic that the last <clears> instance <throat> that we had, not more than 12 months ago, where there was That's another right. instance, that was the names of those individuals were not really so. I asked the powers that be, explain that disjoint where this individual who has contracted an SED, not something as not something as deadly, uh, if, for the you know for lack of a yeah. better way than than, than HIV. Why are these names being re have been released? Whereas in a prior situation, that name had not been released. So there's a disjoint in the dis in the, uh, in the dispense. Yeah, I, I have I have no idea how uh, Mr. Marcus's name was outed. I'm yeah. assuming that it happened someplace in the blogosphere, and uh, it's unfortunate because whenever this happens, mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, let's go back to the situation last year with uh, the patient Zeta in Florida. Yeah. I mean, that person was also outed online, mm -hmm. and this is a person who was in a very, very tough situation. This is a person who was given misinformation and had no medical help or no one there to advise right. them about the, the process or what to do. And if, I don't know if everyone is aware of this, but uh, patient Zeta did 
come out and speak at AVN this year. Yes, he did. Behind the screen. But I I I, I do appreciate that. But I I want to really stay on the on, on I think, focus I, of what yeah, we're talking about. You know about. what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, this is the thing: is that I think people are getting caught on tangents, right. and they're not understanding. I mean, if you want to talk about protecting Joanne, performers, Joanne. Mm-hmm. the only way to protect performers if we cannot do if if the information about who the infected people are cannot be divulged or cannot be revealed. And, and and shouldn't be by HIPAA, HIPAA guidelines, unless those people come forward or unless there is one system of comprehensive data that could take these people and make them unavailable right. for work, mm-hmm. you potentially have seven people that are working or could be working, who knows, mm-hmm. or could have worked while they were infected. I mean, the other thing I think, you know, I don't know whether or not people are aware of this, but with the standard RPR test, which is what everybody does for syphilis, you know, including county, including our facilities, including, that has a 90-day window. Yeah. Joanne. That's three months. Joanne, Joanne, the thing that I would like to bring up is the requirements that APHSS is bringing forth are identical to the same stipulations that Manwin is bringing forth, and Manwin is kicking in fifty thousand no, dollars. No, they're not. They're, they're, they're not. They're not identical. How do they differ? They're not mandatory. You can choose what you'd like to do. Right, if but you if you prefer, don't take that test, then you don't work for their companies, and they own right, a majority. Right, because of what we're what we're trying to achieve at APHSS is we're trying to wipe the slate clean as much as possible for everybody. Okay. The only way to do that without knowing, without testing, going through a process of testing everybody again, and then retesting the people who are reactive, which are, there's likely to be, you know, a few of them. Mm -hmm. The other alternative to make it more expedient and more overall is just for people to go into a treatment. This is how... Okay, so the bottom line is everybody's going to have to go in and get tested, and that's just the the bottom line. I'm all about getting tested. Oh, yeah, that's definitely the the bottom line. Even if I were were to go in for a shot or or pill treatment where you have your choice... I would still go and and get tested just to make sure everything was was fine, clean and and legal. You know, everything's just clean and and clear. You know, Joanne, we we're getting tons of calls in here, but I've got to ask one last question here. Now, considering this huge outpour of reactions that we're getting from this situation and a lot Mm. of anger that is out there, is Diane is Diane planning on stepping down? From the head of the FSC, I have to ask that. No, she is not. Okay. No. Okay. No, I, I understand that Mike South has asked for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. He's not the only. Really? One. Yeah, I, I mean, perhaps there are other people too. You know, I, I think that people look. It's it's a very different situation than the incidents of the past, okay? This is a little bit different because 
it, as has already been mentioned, first of all, I mean, not that syphilis is, you know, to be taken lightly. No. But it, it's but not considering the, the current economic situation, situation, we can't afford to be out of work for 90 fucking days. I mean, this yeah, is Yeah, like I, I understand that. Unless but, you, you know, shot, can you afford, though, to take a risk? That's the question. Yeah. Because here, here is the, you know, I, I mean, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, the potential ramifications of a situation like this, mm-hmm. you know, right. all I can tell you is, is that there has not been a situation like this in the past. And so our reaction to confronting and dealing proactively with the situation was to speak to doctors mm-hmm. and speak to an infectious disease expert and see what they said would be the most expedient way the, to, the most to get practical this. expedient yeah. course of action right. in this situation okay and this is what they agreed on i mean okay. diane and i are not medical experts and no. so we to, would never I spoke set to three doctors without I spoke, I spoke to three doctors regarding the vaccinations and the inoculations quote-unquote inoculations they said that is yeah. Medical. That's your quote. We're we're not calling it an inoculation or a vaccination. Though does it does either it way? Is, either uh, way, whatever a, a treatment, whatever a, a, way, a preemptive treatment, whatever way you call it, it's it's irresponsible. Well, it's important. Words are important. It's irresponsible because yeah. words either are what way. is causing all this misinformation. Right, and that's what we're getting trying to get clarified. Giving antibiotics now, to people that don't need it is hands-down irresponsible either way, right. any way you say it. I, I, I agree with you 100% oh, on that. I, I, yeah. You know what? And I know that there's a lot of people that feel that way. And as I said in the release today, if you have concerns like that, then you should definitely consult the producers that you're working with, consult the doctor if, it, if you feel that it's necessary, by all means. Go do that and then make the best decision for yourself. But then you go like back. I said. Then you go back to the point where there's all the production companies that will deal with studio or t- testing facilities like uh, you know TTC and I mean Lex, you're a producer, I'm a producer. Will you only deal with APHSS? No, I mean quite. Well, you know what? I think people are getting confused here too because I don't think they really understand what APHSS is. And what APHSS is, is a database program that was developed to step in when AIM closed. So what we operate actually is a system of testing. It is not one facility like talent testing. Okay, we have a facility, we have Cutting Edge in Los Angeles and Florida. We have STD, um, Vegas STD testing Mm -hmm. in Vegas. Mm -hmm. We have two nationwide networks, AMTC and stdstatus.com. There's two locations. These are all independently owned companies that were established, except for Cutting Edge. Cutting Edge was established by Bobby and Jennifer, who used to work with AIM, but then they brought Dr. Meow into into their situation with them. Browsers and digital playgrounds. So so these are independently established medical facilities that Mm -hmm. existed. All we did was make a database for them to put data into. Okay. All right. Okay, so it's not only APHSS. You have 
five different testing facilities you can go to yeah. under APHSS. That are all APHSS is, is the database with the information. Mm-hmm. And to make sure that if something happens, that these medical facilities follow through with the policies that they've agreed to, which include follow-up care for the performers. Okay. Now, well, if that isn't I, I, looking I, I, out for the performers, so I, have, I don't know what is. Okay, yeah. I'm going I'm to say this as as a 14-year veteran. Um, I, I do believe that, that I can speak on this with, without question to the qualification of my statement. Um, for a company, a, a, a large super company like Manwin, a large studio, to make mandates. Let me tell you what the real reason behind this is. As long as the, um, the, the workers are able to keep working in the field, they're able to keep generating money for the owners of said field. So it's important that Manwin keeps the, uh, the workers on the field, and this is one way to do so by funding the medical centers that, uh, that the workers would um, find themselves going to in, in cases such as this. I, I think we've moved Okay, well, so, well, no, so wait, what wait, are you wait, saying, wait. that Manwin owned these facilities? I, I is that what you're no, saying? No, I, I didn't <laughs> say that. I didn't say that. What I'm saying. Okay, I, I'm wondering what, as a, yeah, what, as what a that means. point of means. clarification for the layman who is listening to this and who doesn't give a damn what uh, A, S, A, B, C, D, E, F, G is, it's, it's, it's very, very simple. If you have a large company controlling the playing field, they will do whatever it takes to be who it, it will. They will do whatever it takes to keep the players on the field. And this is a situation where, by controlling the medical aspects of this industry, they're able to make sure that their workers are continuing to till the field. And that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, uh, the only thing that I can say to that is that I really doubt that any of these doctors who already had established businesses would risk their reputations and licenses mm-hmm. in order to uh, cater to one specific company. It's man-win. Um, you know, if you, know. you have issues with Manwin, then I would suggest that you get someone from well, Manwin no, no. I, to I, I, explain it to you. I, I, don't have a, I certainly don't have a problem with Manwin, Joanne. As a matter of fact, I do business with their company on many different Yeah, products. absolutely. So, so you know, we all I, do. I think, but, you know, I, I can't speak for Manwin. No, and neither can I, but certainly as a point of clarification to the layman, I think we have to be clear as to what the background is for these associations, because quite honestly, I see no need for the name of a studio to come into this discussion. How that happens is way far to the to uh, uh, on a tangent from the oh. fact that a, a good friend of us all, of our own, Mr. Marcus, has come across a very difficult situation. That was the point of the original discussion, as, as I understood. Yeah, that's all this right. was. Right, yeah, yeah, that, that and, was the point the of solution, the original discussion. And the solution to get rid of the rumors, you got to go out and you got to get tested. Joanne, how can people get in touch with you? Oh, uh, well, that's easy. I mean, you know, um, we have a lot of communication out there. That people can reach me at Joanne, J-O-A-N-N-E, at freespeechcoalition.com. That will be the first, the most primary way to reach me. We also have blogs. We have the FSC blog. And also, if you go to APHSS and look on the menu bar there, we also have a blog there. Uh, You'll see updates posted and and contact information. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I would just like to say I know people are angry. I know people are confused. I know people are afraid and 
I would really like to reiterate that FSC genuinely is there for all sectors of the business. We try our best to do our best by everyone in the business. Mm -hmm. You know, but clearly from this situation and from situations even before I was in the business or, you know, coming from from the past, you know, clearly we reached a point where there needs to be more discussion. Right. And I'm happy to say that I got many calls today from talent, from uh, emails, from people, performers all over the place, you know, raising these same concerns. And I spoke to, uh, you know, I spent a long time on the phone today talking to people. Now, as an industry, instead of fighting, instead of spreading misinformation, instead of hating on each other and trying to figure out who to blame for all of this. Let's have some solidarity. You know, yeah. Yeah, let's let's have some let's okay. turn it in a proactive direction. Most definitely. And let's okay. try to to have a discussion mm-hmm. where these things are work can can start the process of getting worked out intelligently. Yes. Because if we just continue with the online you know, everyone's tweeting, everybody's speculating, everybody's blaming this person and that person. Right. You know, that doesn't do any good. Mm-hmm. What what does good is when people can can have a disagreement or speak strongly to each other, but then say, look, let's find something that works, right. that, that can work for us. Because if we don't find it, believe me, with this ballot initiative coming up, we need to have the Somebody else is going to find it right. for us. Uh, Joanne, we want to thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate your time on this. Uh, absolutely. And like I said, you know, I don't mean to get pushy yeah. with any of you guys. No, I, no, I love no, all you guys. No, no. No. I understand you guys got, okay. you know, you, everybody gotta, here is a veteran I, and, yeah. and, and to be respected. And yeah. I, I like to hear it from you. And anybody who wants to send me comments, please do. And okay. once we get through this, the rough part of this. Mm-hmm. Let's see what kind of discussions result from that. I would, I would love to see that. Very good. Okay. So, and Joanne, thanks for being a lightning rod and one that stands by um, her position. We yeah. definitely appreciate. It. We appreciate it. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and like I said, I just don't want people to be confused, you know. I mean, if you have questions, concerns, whatever, contact me, and I'll try to answer them or, or to take care of your concerns to the best of my ability and also for on the behalf of the industry and FSC, you know. All right. Thank you, Joanne, very much. That's Joanne from the Free okay. Speech Coalition. Uh, we're going to break away for a quick little commercial spot from uh, one of our brand new sponsors, Reload. We'll be right back, and we're going to take your calls at 323-203-0815. Are you frustrated with nights of being up in the air but not sure that you will be? Well, reload your sex life with Reload, the newest male enhancement pill. Just one capsule will not only make you longer, thicker, and harder, but your sexual endurance will increase as well. Your sex will last longer and there's less downtime, so your lover won't get bored waiting for you to reload and be ready again. All you have to do is take one pill and within 30 minutes, you will be all you can be for sexual activity. Your lover will be impressed with your superior performance and will keep coming back for more. Reload is alcohol friendly with no side effects. 
visit the site at reloadpill.com. Man up and reload today. You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet, only on LA Talk Radio. All right, welcome back. I'm James Bartolet in the studio here with Mike Coolidge from Monarchy and the legendary Mr. Lexington Steele. Size matters. Size matters. <laughs> Drop in. No, wait a minute. That's the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Drop it low. Drop it low. Now, wait a minute. Now, his lawyers are going to call me up and say, that's copyrighted, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, once again, that's it's copyrighted, number. you filthy animal. Yeah, you filthy <laughs> animal. Okay. Um, um, Yes. Um, phone number to call in is 323-203-0815. I know there was a lot of you that were calling in while Joanne was on. And unfortunately, we don't have a switchboard here that's working tonight. So we weren't able to put everybody on hold and get everybody in here. So if you have questions and comments, and I know you do, call in right now. And look, they're calling in right now. Hi, caller. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Patrick from Maryland again. Hello, Patrick. How are you? Uh, uh, real quick, buddy, do you have a comment or or a statement to make about uh, the condom law or about the syphilis outbreak? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know they're just like making like, too big a deal, but I think there's like more uh, people STDs in this college I'm at than the entire porn industry. There you go. So, there you go. There's more people out there in the civilian world there that have the STDs than the, than the performers, but you know they're coming after us because we're in the limelight. That's very true. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I'm sorry about last time. I like the shitty cell phone reception up here. Yeah, no problem. But thanks, buddy. We always appreciate hearing from you, Patrick. Okay. You're yeah, Thank call you. in next week because we're going to have a great show. Uh, Axel Braun is going to be on. We have some of the stars from. Uh, the new Avatar 2 movie for Hustler, and they're going to be here in the yeah. studio with us next week. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm really hoping you'll have, like, Sarah Vandella on there again sometime. Okay, yes, we'd love to have Sarah on here. Okay, thanks, Patrick. Bye-bye, buddy. Bye. Okay. All right, once again, that phone number to call in is 323-203-0815. Any other performers or people in the industry who want to call in and comment on this, please call us. Three two three two zero three zero eight one five. Guys, what did you think about when Joanne called? Um, I like Joanne. You know, yeah. as a person. Yes. You know, she's actually in my Facebook profile photo. Okay, go on. Okay, hold on. We got another call here. <laughs> All right, hi caller. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey James, how you doing? It's David. Hi, David. Hi. Uh, real quick, do you have a comment about the condom law or the syphilis outbreak? Yeah, it just sucks. You know, for you guys, the producers and the performers, the girls, be out of work for that long. Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen? You know what I mean? It's, you guys got bills to pay and you know shit to do. What are the girls gonna do? That's that's very but, very true. That's very very true. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling in, buddy. All right, James. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that is very true. I mean, we're gonna, you know, it and, and, and it's and it's a trickle down effect. It's not only the performers, the producers, the directors, the lighting guy, the makeup person, the wardrobe person, and all this these. This is people. just it, the whole situation is just fucking stuffed with politics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not even about 
in my opinion, the way it's being handled, it's not even about performer safety anymore. It's just about politics and what one company wants to do and how much money they're willing to put in to mm -hmm. make it happen. Well, Lex, would you agree that maybe things aren't being handled properly? Well, I really don't find I, I don't know enough about the, the different powers that be in terms of whether it's being handled correctly and certainly there's a medical aspect of it that should override any of our concerns. Oh yes. But one thing I will say is that if, if we are uh, performers consider themselves professional athletes and, and we're like stuntmen and this is a job that there is a degree of risk inherent upon the profession. Mm -hmm. That being said, as independent contractors, by definition, um, if there are situations in which it impedes our ability to work, that's something that we have signed on for. And so mm -hmm. on, on making that statement on a, on a rudimentary level, I fully understand that while I may not be able to shoot for the next month or two, I may be a little thin in the pocket. But I do realize that I'm in an industry where certain things can happen that would impede my ability to generate revenue. So mm -hmm. I think that the people that are independent contractors have to have as many irons in the fire as they as they can, such that and if they do have one of their primary revenue streams impeded, they will be able to sustain themselves in the interim. Right. Uh, you know, we got a lot of people in the chat room here, too, and hello to everybody in the chat room, but I want to um, let people know, I, a lot of people are asking this, is this the end of the porn industry? Absolutely no, no, absolutely no not. Absolutely not. <laughs> no way. You know, I, I'd like to say, I know we're, we're drawing close to, to closing, but I will yeah. say this, there are far worse things out there that are not being discussed. There are far things worse out there that could happen to an individual such as Mr. Marcus, um, God bless him, as yes, well as the God number of him. individuals who have been infected. So let's bear in mind, let's keep things in proper perspective. This is an SCD occurrence that has been handled inappropriately, not only by Mr. Marcus, but by perhaps by those who are in positions of authority in this industry. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Most definitely. Agreed. And I Agreed. think... He was very humble and, and sincere um, yeah. in, in all of his statements that he's made. Um, it, it seems to me like he, you know, is very sorry, but, you know, he's also seen that, you know, this is pretty much it for his career. Well, let's, yeah. let's hope not. And I will say for people yeah. that want to know, as a point of clarification, xbiz.com has a very good story right now where they can read Marcus's mm -hmm. full side. And he yeah, AVN and XBiz did a great uh, interview with him. Yes, yeah. go on. Please. And well, simply enough, he explains that it was indeed a mistake, certainly. But if you look at the rudiments of that mistake, it's a mistake that, that could confound many people and lead mm -hmm. them to be mm -hmm. confused as to whether or not they should be working. But of course, a line is drawn when a person chooses to misrepresent the 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 certificates of, of or our testing, if you will, that we mm -hmm. have. I mean, there's no excuse for that. And heavy, heavy is a head that wears a crown. One doesn't know or one cannot speculate as to what led Marcus um, to make these decisions about going forward without um, taking the time off that was necessary and mandated by a, a, a physician. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted people to really rein in the judgment. Um, we're all human. I live in a glass house, therefore I don't throw stones. And so I would encourage those out there to be mindful of the fact that this too shall pass, whereas this individual will, will take his medications and walk. Everybody will take their medications and walk. Let's all hope that this is the worst yeah. of circumstances we have to deal with. Right. Amen. Because it, it, it could have been a worse outbreak. Could it have been much certainly. Worse. Yeah. Could have been a lot worse. 
Um, now, Mike, you and I were discussing something about Budapest earlier. The Budapest, yeah. not, uh, I mean, from what I hear, the numbers are a lot higher than most uh, mm-hmm. most thought. Um, you know, because I, I distribute for producers who shoot in Budapest. Mm-hmm. And I called them today and I said, what's going on over there? And they said there's over, you know, 40 people infected now. Wow. Um, which is so a, does it look like it stemmed from and, Budapest? And, and, and in Europe, you know, Budapest is really the Chatsworth of the porn industry. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's Budapest really, it's is, really the is center the where of porn, pretty yeah. much everything goes on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it, it's a huge deal. So I think a lot of people aren't going to be going over to Budapest and be shooting anytime. <laughs> well, so, you know, one yeah. one thing that we do have to look at, Mike and James, we have to consider that that the adult industry is no longer uh, um, it's not an isolated control, place, isolated yeah. to the United States. This no, is a it's global. global. Sure, and as Mike Japan, out, to Tokyo, yeah. uh, as as Mike pointed out, Budapest is a hub. One mm-hmm. of several. We can include Prague. You can include Paris, mm-hmm. London, Rio Brazil, de Janeiro, Rio, Brazil. Brazil. Enough, um, Dominican Republic, uh, Miami, mm-hmm. uh, well, New Miami, York, yeah, right, Las right. Vegas. So there's a number of hubs. <clears throat> I've shot a number of times in Europe, and certainly within um, Budapest, I do know that that they have as active an industry as we have in LA because people filter from other countries into Budapest. It's not just Hungarians in Budapest shooting. Mm-hmm. You have Italians taking by coming in there by train. But do they have an Checks, intricate testing have system? It's like going from Bakersfield to Chatsworth. Yeah, but and no, the question yeah. is I, how intricate trip. is the testing system well, over there? I will say this. The testing system was very functional and fine as put forth by Sharon Mitchell a number of years ago. She actually was over there and put together um, what I understand to be a very safe system that had operated functionally uh, for quite a number of years. Now, the, the rudiments of, of the debacle of what she has done, I can't speak towards factually, but I do know that they have um, a very strong um, health system, a health services system for the adult performers, and I know I've tested over there when I shoot over there. Mm-hmm. So that they have a, a, a very uh, big problem, exaggerated problem by comparison purposes to our situation, um, it's an unfortunate one. But I think they'll they'll eradicate their circumstance just like we will here. It just may take a little bit more time. Yes, most definitely, most definitely. I know people out there again are are a little concerned. Uh, they're angry. Some people are a, a little frightened because they don't know what's happening in the future there. But the thing is, we're going to st- still keep going on. You know, we're going to still keep making the movies there. We may be shut down for. A while why we get this cleared up but we're going to be still making up the movies and there's plenty of movies that are in the can that'll be coming out so uh, all of our fans out there there's still a lot of great movies coming out for you to watch and we've got little rassles coming next year so. <laughs> and, and, and one thing i will say and this is just from my heart for those individuals who 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 call themselves friends of Mr. Marcus. I've known this guy for 14 years. He is my mentor. He's still my hero. And I will stand by that. What I will say to you is this. You and I both know out there, especially the performers that are shitting on this guy, two weeks ago he was just as much a friend of yours as he should be right now. This is not a time to isolate this individual. This is a time to rally around an individual who's been a friend of ours for a number of years. Right on. And the the isolation of the individual is not going to eradicate the problem. So let's get back to what makes perfect sense, and that is eradicating the problem and dealing with the circumstance, not isolating and shitting upon the individual which this unfortunate circumstance has 
really touched himself and a number of people as well. Right. So let's let's uh, remember that these people are friends and family, and uh, we need to rally around and right. uh, not emasculate or um, uh, jettison these people from our fold. Right. The number one thing we have to remember right now, if there's any time that we needed it, is solidarity right now in our industry, really. Um, but next week, um, Axel Braun, Drew Rosenfeld, some of the beautiful, sexy cast members from Avatar 2, Hustler, is going to be our special guest here in the studio, and we've got some incredible guests lined up over the the next several weeks there. Uh, and we have some contests and stuff, but uh, tune in next week or look on our site, InsideTheIndustry.net, to find out about that. Mike Coolidge and Lexington Steele, I want to thank you so much, my friends, for being here tonight. Thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you, man. Joanne, from the Free Speech Coalition, and for all of our callers. Patrick and Marilyn. <laughs> uh, everybody who didn't get in, we apologize we didn't get to your call. Till next time, I'm James Bartolet. Good night and good sex. You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet, only on LA Talk Radio.